Good Friday, everybody. This is Khalees Taylor-Bird with Start the Finish Ministry. I am so excited, so delighted, and so humbled that you have chosen to be a part of my day, this beautiful day. What is this, July? What are we in? July 8th, 2022, a day that we've never seen before, a day that will never come again. Thank you so much. And for those of you who are maybe tuning into this ministry for the first time, let me just give you a brief history. So start the finish. Start the finish comes from Isaiah 46:10, where we read that God does the end and then the beginning. And if you want to get a better understanding of that whole concept, I highly recommend that you tune in to Dr. Miles Monroe, the late Dr. Miles Monroe, M-Y-L-E-S-M-U-N-R-O-E. His teachings on the uh, start the finish are so powerful, so clear that any first grader can comprehend and can grasp. And once I got that understanding people in my head, life became a whole lot less complicated. It became a lot less fearful for me because I began to understand that everything God has for me has already been outlined, has already been ordained, and has already been determined. All I have to do is start what God has already finished. <clears throat> I'm going to say, let me just repeat that again for some of y'all who are just waking up this early Friday morning. All I have to do is start what God has already finished. And for my Why Not Us listeners, I really want that to sink in. I really want that to sink in because once we get that in our heads and in our mind, I'm telling you, nothing will be impossible for you. Nothing. So really quickly, I'm somebody who does not enjoy flying, but I sometimes have to fly as a part of my job. And I used to be terrified, 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 terrified. Every time the plane took off from the ground, I would close my eyes. Every time I felt turbulence, my heart would just sink literally and emotionally. I just always was like, oh my goodness, this could be the end. But once I got it in my mind that God has a destination for me, that he's got a ministry for me to complete on this earth, I stopped being afraid. Because no matter what happens, we have to do like the Apostle Paul on that ship. Remember that ship? It was carrying, what, 236 men? It started coming apart. But Paul knew that he could not die because the angel of the Lord had spoken to him that very night. That he had to be presented before Caesar. So once you get it in your mind that the angel of the Lord has already predestined for you, that you have to accomplish great things, that you have to help 50 million young people before you leave this earth or whatever your destination may be. When you get it in your mind that you are destined for great things and that you cannot be taken out of here until you have completed God's work. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, nothing shall be impossible and nothing shall be fearful for you. Amen. Amen. Uh, for my Why Not As listeners, again, this is Khalees Taylor-Bird. Thank you again for taking time to spend your morning with me. Uh, for those of you who, again, may be tuning in for the first time, I am honored, delighted, and humbled to be here. Miss KJ, Miss Kendra Joyner, and I go way back 
I've shared this on previous recordings, but my family has known the Joyner family for, for generations. Mrs. Joyner, the matriarch of the family, is well known, very well known in the Franklin County, Vance, and Wake uh, County communities. Um, uh, Mrs. Excuse me, Mrs. Joyner's husband, very well known military military gentleman, very well known in the communities for his service, for his awesomeness as a granddad, for his amazingness as a dad. So the Joyner family is just rich when it comes to faith, when it comes to love, when it comes to instilling hope, not only in their children and grandchildren and children at school, but with anybody, anybody that they meet, they don't know a stranger. Because when you meet the Joyner family, you walk away feeling like, hey, that's my mom, that's my second dad, that's my cousin, that's my, mm, I'm telling you, beautiful family. And I'm so thankful that the technology brought KJ and myself together again. I remember Kendra from Lewisburg Elementary, from Terra Lane Middle School, then Lewisburg High School. And, and I, I just love the Joyner family. They've always been the same, just good, hardworking, down to earth, amazing people, a truly blessed family. And that's why I'm so excited to be a part of this podcast because I've said it before and I'll say it again. This is not your regular podcast. This is not going to be one of those podcasts that's, uh, you know, forgotten about in, in three to six months, in, in a year. No, 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 no. This podcast is, is going to be internationally known. I already see Kendra speaking to Gail King, and I already see Kendra and KJ and her her team and her crew speaking to uh, Oprah Winfrey and Own and talking about what they've learned and the struggles they've had and, and how they've come from a mighty long way. I already see it. That's already done. And to just be a part of it, to just have a tiny role in the fruition of all of that, I am grateful. I am so thankful and I'm honored to be here. So I will say it until the ears fall off of people. Miss Kendra Joyner, you are doing an amazing thing for God. I see this ministry called Why Not Us going so many places. And I thank you for the lives that your work has already touched and for the lives that it will continue to touch. So keep on going, my sister. I don't care who has said anything negative to you along the way. I don't care how that mess is just nothing but just a burp in the wind. Because what God has for you is for you. And what God has blessed, the enemy cannot curse. Amen. Amen. All right. Let me dive quickly, if I may, into my subject for this morning. Before I get to the topic, I'm pretty sure that what I'm about to tell you is something that like 100% of us have experienced. So have you ever been so excited or maybe just so much in a hurry to get somewhere? Maybe you uh, park at the state fairgrounds or maybe you park at the super Walmart in your community and you're eager to go in and get your corned beef hash, get your, get your butter beans, get your onions. Or like I said, maybe you've parked at the State Fair. Maybe you've parked at Disney World or King's Dominion, wherever you've gone to have fun. You park and you 
happily get out the car and you start walking and you you get checked in and get scanned in and then it hits you you're like wait a minute wait a minute i didn't pay attention to where i parked and your heart begins to sink because you're like this is a big parking lot thousands of cars I'm telling you, whether it's Walmart or the state fairgrounds, it is thousands of cars. If your Walmart stays as packed <laughs> as my Walmart, I know you could be looking for your car for at least a couple of hours. And it's a frustrating feeling because when you think about it, you're like, man, all I had to do when I got out of my vehicle was literally look up, see what parking lot aisle I'm on. If you're at the state fair or if you're at an amusement park, they always have the parking lot uh, designated. This is B26. This is A15. This is Z23. Whatever it is. Or if you're parked at the Walmart, all you got to do is pay attention to, you know, where I am in proximity. Did I park, uh, you know, closest to the, the photography area? Did I park closest to the, the tire area? Wherever. All it takes is just a split second look of paying attention paying attention because when you don't it can cost us dearly i am a living witness i'm a living witness and so the hours or the minutes that we spend trying to retrace our steps trying to find our vehicles all of that could have been avoided if we'd done what paid attention that's one thing my husband has really tried to instill in me because I, I, I'm kind of like a free spirit. I can be kind of happy-go-lucky and <laughs> just skipping through the flowers. I'm not saying my life has been perfect because I've certainly shared my trials and tribulations with you. My past hurts, my past pains. But once I get past all of that funk, I am very, very carefree, very, very free-spirited. So much to the point that I don't always pay attention to things. And I'm trying to become a lot better at that to become more cognizant of my surroundings because as we saw, unfortunately, this July 4th, there are always going to be bad people. Always. Unfortunately, this July 4th, people were just gathered around trying to enjoy themselves in Highland Park, Chicago. That's it. Parade was supposed to start at 10 o'clock. When you go to the Highland Park website, it was supposed supposed to be a day full of fun carefree easygoing festivities and activities and yet some demonic individual chose chose to get out of bed that morning and plan a massacre and i'm not saying i want you to hear me i'm not saying that people should have been paying attention and studying the rooftops and all that stuff and and because they didn't study the rooftops this is what happened no but what i am saying is that in the times in which we are living people we have to pay attention pay attention to the signs to the patterns pay attention to our surroundings at all times Forgive me, I do not know the Bible verse, but we know it is written in God's holy word. It says to watch as well as, you got it, watch as well as pray. See, God is not going to do all the work and we just sit around with our legs crossed and sipping on iced tea, chilling while watching BET. No, in this life, on this journey, sometimes this very hard journey called life, we have got to be active, alert participants in this thing. 
if we are to make it to the promised land. We have to be active, alert participants if we are to make it to our destiny that God has for us. We have to pay attention, my why not us listeners, to the signs, to our surroundings. And I'm going to take a minute and speak to my young ladies who are tuning in this morning. I got to talk to my young ladies. I got to tell you, every single time I read about a domestic violence incident, especially when a murder-suicide is involved, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. Because I just wish I could talk to the deceased woman and the deceased children and ask Did you notice any signs along the way? Because one thing about the God we serve and the God who loves us is that he always gives a warning. Always. Always. We can go back to the book of Genesis. Cain was jealous of Abel from the beginning because he knew that Abel's gifts were more accepted by God. And it's not that God loved Cain any less, but you can't do a halfway job and expect God to bless it fully. What you do for God, it has to be done with joy, with heart, with passion. There was a complete difference between Cain and Abel in that respect. And God warned Cain. He said, if thou doest well, if thou doest well, don't worry. Hey, you get the same blessing. You get, hey, you, you get the same. Because he saw that Cain's countenance had what? Had fallen. Countenance his face. He saw, in other words, that Cain had his lip poked out like some of us sisters do when things don't go our way. <laughs> Amen. God gave a warning, if thou doest well, Cain. In other words, if you get more passion, if you get more zest, if you get more love in what you're doing, hey, it will be blessed. But I cannot bless a half-hearted effort wholeheartedly. That was the warning. That was the warning. God always warns us when it comes to people or situations or choices God may warn in different ways. He may actually warn us through people. He may warn us through our parents, through our siblings. He may warn us through a teacher or a Bible leader. Your Bible leader may say, hey, sweetie, you know, that, that dude you've been dating and I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he's the one. And if God doesn't send people, God will maybe send a a particular message, maybe on Instagram, maybe on Facebook. You may be scrolling through and a particular message will pop up and it'll be the right moment for your right situation. And you'll say, oh, my goodness, that had to be from God. There have been times that I've been going through stuff and out of all the messages, out of all the messages that could have come my way. Something will hit my Instagram feed or my Facebook feed or I'll be riding along in my car and I'll hear something. And it's like that had to be God. It just couldn't be anything else. So God will warn maybe through the media, whether it's radio, 
social media. And God also gives us an innate warning. Yes, it's called your gut. That really is true. When people say my gut led me or my gut, I felt like I feel like my gut is telling me something. That is the Holy Spirit. When something doesn't feel right, when something feels off, you, you really can't articulate it, but you just know uh, the situation just is not quite right. I can't put my finger on it. That's your gut. That is an innate gift given by God for a warning to you. And so going back to what I was saying earlier, when I read about domestic violence, I always want to ask the women, what? What did you see? What was the first sign? Because most men, and I know that there are some men who change, but most men and people in general reveal their true selves sooner or later. So if you're dating somebody or if you're courting somebody or just talking to somebody, somewhere along the way, you are going to see that person's true self. They can only pretend and, and send their representative of themselves for but for so long. The true nature, the true person, that true woman or that true guy is going to produce him or herself eventually. Amen. So when... Domestic violence happens when somebody gets punched in the face, when your jaw gets broken, when your teeth get knocked out. I always wonder, and again, some of this stuff could just happen out of the blue. But the God that we serve is a God who does send warning signs. So I do want to know where did it start? Did he yell at you because you didn't tie your shoelaces like he thought you should? Did he call you out of your name because he didn't like the particular way you had your hair styled one morning? Did he call you out of your name because he felt that you were putting your child before him, your boyfriend, the child that you have raised by yourself for six years and then you meet this guy and now he's upset that you are a mother first because that's what you had to do all these years as a single parent. Was he upset when you uh, didn't open the car door quickly enough for him? What was it? And I go back to the example about quickly jumping out of our car, whether it's at the Super Walmart or the grocery store or an amusement park, because sometimes we can be so excited, so happy about the fact that somebody's finally paying us attention. You've been a single mom for five, six, seven, eight, nine years. And now Joe Blow comes out of the woodworks and says, hey, hey, mama, you're looking good today. And finally, after nine years of feeling like nobody has seen you, nobody has noticed you. Finally, somebody pays you some sort of attention and you have your mind is just blown. Just like the parking lot example, instead of paying attention to where you park, you jump out of the car and you quickly run into a relationship because you're just so happy to be with somebody. Amen. You're so happy that after all of these years of struggling on your own and talking to yourself at night and, and putting your head on the pillow at night in a lonely house in a cold house in a quiet house you're so excited that somebody has finally paid you attention that did you 
not pay attention to subtle signs? Did you not pay attention to the warning signs given by your gut? Such as how much he drinks, how much he cusses, how he does not want to get up and go to work. Did we miss that? Were we so excited to jump into the relationship, to jump out of our vehicles like at the state fairgrounds and get to those hot dogs and get to the funnel cakes? Were we just so excited to, to finally have a relationship that we did not pay attention to the fact that he constantly disrespects his mother, constantly talks to her like she's five or six years old? Did we not pay attention to the warning sign that the 17-year-old guy that you're talking to who's head of the football team, yes, Deshaun, Daquan, whatever you want to call him, 17 years old, has no job, but yet he drives around with the Mercedes AMG worth more than $130,000. Did, did you pay attention to how might that be the case and you don't have a legitimate job? Pay attention particularly my women my why not us women pay attention this is a a message of warning that has been placed heavily into my spirit in this season why not us listeners be you male or female we have got to start paying attention to my African-American listeners, we have got to pay attention. You have got to understand that the George Floyd killing, the Trayvon Martin killing, it is a senseless pattern that is continuing to escalate and to perpetuate itself in this American society. Lord forgive me, I don't recall the name of the young man who was murdered here in Ohio just a few days ago, shot 60 times, 60 times, six, zero times. But yet there are people who can go to Highland Park, spray down 24, 25, 50 people. There are people who can go into a grocery store, spray down 10 people, no problem. And they walk away uh, to, to get, uh, they, they walk away to tell the story. But as a black, you get stopped for a traffic violation and you can end up with 60 plus bullet holes in your back. I just, for what it's worth, I just wish I could tell all my brothers like whatever you do don't jump out of the car and run and i know there's no guarantee you can follow every direction you can hold your hands up and still get shot like brother castile philando castile i know i know i know my why not us listeners that you can do everything the police tell you to do you can still end up in the morgue but if you can help it, don't increase your likelihood of death by jumping out of a car and running. As a black male, you cannot do that. We have to pay attention, pay attention to the surroundings, to what's around us. Pay attention to the patterns, Trayvon Martin, 
Brother George Floyd. I mean, we could we could talk for 50 hours and still not name all the names. Sister Brianna Taylor. The pattern is if you black, you're already a target. Then you do something like run. I, I, I don't even have the words. May God cover and richly bless all of our black men who have to live in the constant state of fear because they are a target because of the color of their skin, because of the braids on their hair, because of the beautiful dreadlocks on their hair. God bless all of our brothers who are a living, moving, breathing target 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We have got to pay attention to the patterns. Please, 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 my why not us listeners, especially who are my brethren, please don't make yourself an immediate death target by running. I can't even imagine what goes through some of our young men's minds when they see the the glaring police lights and they hear the sirens. I cannot imagine that level of fear. And I pray I never have to. My goodness, I cannot even begin to think the adrenaline that just starts to pour through their veins because they see the police lights and hear the sirens. But I'm here to tell you for what it is worth. Please, my brethren. Please. Pay attention to the patterns that we consistently see in our communities. Don't make yourself an immediate death target. Please don't make yourself an immediate death target. Don't run. Pay attention. Pay attention. And I'm not saying that we're not paying attention. I'm just saying that we got to pay even triple, quadruple, even whatever the infinite number is, we got to pay that much percentage of attention to what's going on. Because we are living in a day and a time that if you don't pay attention, you will get sucked out of here unexpectedly. If you don't pay attention, God forbid, you may not reach your God-given ordained destination, because you are too distracted by all the things the enemy is trying to throw your way. That no good man. That no good job. That no good drug deal that's come your way worth $100,000 first, first run. The enemy's goal, if he cannot stop you, it is to slow you down terribly. And his hope is to slow you down to a point that you do eventually stop because you get so frustrated. You get tired of praying and seeing no results. You get tired of blessing those who despitefully use you, use you and you see no results. 
you get tired of anointing your 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 uh, family members with oil whether physically or through prayer and you see no results your children are still running the streets your husband is still cussing you out and running the streets your wife is still not helpful to you as a mate your your aunts and uncles they still talk to you like trash and see you as the black sheep of the family the enemy wants you to stop all that godly stuff eventually and one way he hopes to do that is you stop paying attention you stop paying attention to God's warning signs. You stop paying attention to the messages being sent to your gut by the Holy Ghost. He wants you to stop paying attention. Just like some of us are guilty, he wants you to dash out of your vehicle at the fairgrounds, at King's Dominion, at Bush Gardens, at wherever your destination is. He wants you to jump out of that vehicle, not pay attention, and he wants you to dive right into that relationship. Don't ask any questions about why he knocked your teeth out. He wants you to dive right into that business venture that's asking you for $25,000 up front, but they can't produce anything about the history of that company. The enemy wants you to dive right into that job without understanding how much it's going to take away from your job as a mother and as a wife. Distraction. That is the enemy's goal. Why not us listeners? And on this Friday, as I come to my close, I want you not to be guilty from this nanosecond forward of just jumping out and diving in. Just jump out and start protesting without knowing all the facts. Just jump out and start protesting and throwing rocks at police without knowing all the facts and without understanding the dire consequences of our actions. No, 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 no. Why not us listeners? Watch as well as pray. Be smart. Be wise about what you're doing. Be steadfast in the Lord. Seek ye first, not your will, but what? The kingdom of God so that all things can be added unto you. I pray this message blesses you. And I pray that you take it to heart. Because God has a beautiful destiny for you if you would only but pay attention to his will. God bless you. Why not us listeners? I love every single one of you. God bless you, Miss Kendra Joyner. I love you. And God says the same. I'll be right back here next Friday. See you then. <laughs>